Hey guys, this is Coach Kita Bussy with 180 Firearms Training, joined by Grant Chancellor Madison from South Africa and Adelina May. She is a bodybuilder. She teaches fitness, does personal training, and she's a competitive shooter. So very excited to hear more about all of that. This is 180 Firearms Training Podcast. So Adelina, why don't you tell us about yourself, a little bit about your background and what you've done with shooting? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm glad you narrowed that down because there's a lot to know. But um, so as far as shooting, I started shooting when I was about five years old. I mean, obviously not competitive shooting. My dad took me out and showed me how to shoot a revolver, showed me how to shoot for certain things. And then once I got to like eighth grade, he was on a church security team. So they were going out training, doing stuff, you know, just guy stuff. And I was like, well, I want to go. And they actually said no at first. They're like, we don't really want the kids out there, especially we don't need like a little girl out there. Like we're here to train, you know, we don't need that. And finally, my dad just took me. He didn't care. And I was, I had to have been 13 and I took a 1911 out and was keeping up with all the guys. I'm like, okay, she's allowed out here. She can come out. So ever since then, I've been training with them. And then he started getting a little bit busier. I started driving and going to high school and luckily I was half online. So I would go to school about noon. So I would go train with them at seven in the morning and then be able to go to school afterwards. So that was super cool. I got super connected with them and they were all competition shooters. So came to a point where they're like, okay, well, we can't do anything else for you. So you're going to go to a competition. So as soon as I went to a competition with them, I got the bug and haven't really looked back since. And that was probably two to three years ago. So, you know, okay. Quick little timeline there, but a lot has happened in the last two to three years. <laughs> so have you taken any classes? Um, I've taken a few like classes. I have a lot of good mentor friends that have mentored me. So they're all teachers. And it happens to just be like, what went out and trained with them. Like Mike Pannone, I trained with him quite a few times. And he has been such a mentor to me as far as shooting and life in general as well. I've trained with a lot of people and I haven't, so much taking classes but I've trained with the people who teach the classes <laughs> gotcha. so I got one-on-one classes if that makes sense nice yeah I saw a video you posted of sort of before and after so your beginning competition videos versus where yeah. you're at now and the difference yeah. was really incredible you, I well, can tell you really put in the work yeah and that those, what's funny is I post those videos and they're probably not even that far apart from each other like I haven't taken videos like that like USPSA style videos in over a year. So if I were to go out now, I'm sure I'm a little bit rusty. I need to like brush it up, make a little bit, little improvements, but um, I can't wait to see what the next year of shooting, like this 2022 season will look like because I'm trying to hit both three gun and for USPSA. So we'll see. Now, where are you from? What area? I was born and raised in Orange, California, and I recently moved to Arizona by myself. So I'm now out there in more of a free state, so I can kind of do whatever I want. Okay. So what, like, what is your home range? So my home range would probably be Rio Salado. Okay. Yeah. They have a nice It's range about four there. minutes from my house. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. So what's a your training regime? So what's your training regime like? Are you shooting once a week? Are you shooting? Obviously, you're taking a break, I'm assuming, of the yeah. December. So honestly, full disclosure, I hosted a Girls Just Want to Have Guns event, which I can talk about in a minute, in October. And that was probably the last time I actually went out and trained just because 
there was holidays, I moved. And in November, I did a bodybuilding show. So my priorities were not in shooting. I was completely full focused into my last show. So since then, I think next weekend will be the first weekend that I have that I'm not traveling, moving or competing. So that's my life is I'm always moving. I'm actually sitting in an airport <laughs> right now waiting to go home. So, oh my um, goodness. Yeah. So I'm waiting to board in about an hour. So that's kind of how it goes over my life. So I am for as far as training regimes, like when I know I have matches coming up, I do one day a really, really, really hard training the week before. And of course I would love to do more than that. Obviously the animal uh, climate right now doesn't really allow for that. I think in I was going to say, but in the U S but what I do is at least a month or two out, I do start doing nightly dry fire with ever, which whatever firearms that I own. And I try to do all the positions that I know that I might hit. So lying prone or standing up and I move and shoot and dry fire as much as I can, as far as handling. So when I get out to the range, it makes my range time that much more valuable. And I'm not dusting, dusting off all of the the little hard parts to get used to. I'm not resting anymore and I feel fluid so I can just get out train and get what I need done, done. And then of course, if I can get more training in, I will. So, and then get out to the range and do my thing. Yeah, so, so what how, division are you shooting? In your, sorry. Are you, what division are you shooting in USPSA? USPSA, I shoot carry optics currently. I've had a lot of people trying to convince me to get off of carry optics and go open and go limited. I've shot limited. I've shot multiple different ones, but I stay in carry optics currently. It's my favorite. Um, and then as far as multi-gun, I shoot open. So I shoot four by four. So I'm allowed to use a PCC and I use box head shotgun. So I guess it's the cheating. Uh, everyone says it's a cheating division, but it's a lot of fun. So I don't really care. Okay. So you were five years old when you started shooting for the first time. How mm-hmm. old are you now? I am 20. So I'm pretty sure you've been shooting longer than I have. <laughs> and I'm yeah, way older I mean, than you. Okay. So if I were to say like actually shooting, shooting and being in a consistent amount shooting, I probably been shooting since I was about 13. Gotcha. Okay. So well, that's seven or kind of when, do you know who Maria Gushina is? I don't. She is the best female shooter in the world. And okay. She finished top six at the world shoot. She's been on the podcast as well. So she started training when she was around 12, 13 years old. And now she's like national champion, not just for women's, but for men's as well. She is a legit competitor and gives the men all a run for their money, which I think is really awesome. She's 24. Okay. Yeah. The youngins, that's where everybody wants to be. (laughs) Right. So I really love the thing that caught my attention about you is on the reels on Instagram, you're putting together these reels that really appeal, especially to young women. I think it appeals to everybody because everyone's going to learn something, but for beginning shooters, you show Mm -hmm. them finger off the trigger and make all these fun videos out of it. You take this stuff that normally we find boring and don't really want to watch videos on and you make it fun yeah so my goal just because this past year has been I mean I shot a lot of matches this past year don't get me wrong 
but my goal this past year, kind of just because it's part of a shoe and my life is kind of all over the place. One thing that I can teach is um, women who don't have as much experience. And I remember being in the situation where I'm like sitting and watching my mom and she's loading an ammunition backwards. And it's like, she doesn't want to ask, but I have to tell her. And my mom's been around guns for as long as I can remember. She has guns in her house. My dad has guns in her house. I took a liking to it. So I know all of the education on it. But there are so many women or girls who have guns in their house that are their dads or their significant others or their boyfriends or whatever. And they have access to it and they're told that if you're at home and you need to use that, please use it for self-defense because this is your only line, right? But if that person's not there to teach them or if there's a malfunction, they have no idea how to fix it. So it's the little things that people are embarrassed to ask that I find that they need to be have a place to be told like it's okay to ask don't feel embarrassed because I would rather you ask than be in a situation where you're life or death and you don't know what you're doing so that's kind of why I started with my own mom and I thought that that would be the most beneficial thing that I could teach the majority of the population are not competition shooters and I'm not going to claim to be a professional competition shooter because lord knows that I have a lot to improve on but what I can do is teach safety and basics so that's what I have. Like even today, I just posted a video on, um, I posted a video on, if you need help, please DM me. And like yesterday I posted a video on how to load ammunition into a magazine correctly and how to safely, how to know if a Glock is unloaded or how to know if it's loaded. And a lot of people, they might buy a firearm. I mean, in the last, in 2020, there were so many millions of new gun owners and they buy it and they just assume because they own a gun, they know how to use it. And it's not true. So that's kind of my mission is to teach women specifically who have firearms in their home that if they didn't have that person who usually takes them to the range there, that they would still be confident on how to use it. I love that you're wearing pink. I almost wore pink because I knew you would be and I wanted to, <laughs> wanted to match. It's actually but. coincidental, but <laughs> we'll just go with that. All of Adelina's stuff, all of her gear is pink. Yes, it is. Well, honestly, I hated I went through a phase when I was younger and I was like, I hate pink. I don't want to be girly. And then I was like, no, pink is awesome. And I can still be girly and still know how to shoot better than most men in the world. So I don't really care. I'm going to be girly. I've actually shot a full USPSA match in a pink ball gown longer than my, how tall I was. It was drug on the ground behind me. And I had my full belt rig on. It was strapless. I looked like I was going to prom. It was my prom dress the year before. So it's oh my possible. goodness. <laughs> was that for a Halloween match or something? Yeah, it was. It was. It wasn't just a normal Saturday, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of responses have you been getting for these videos you've been posting? Honestly, I have a lot of support with these videos. I mean, granted, there's always somebody who says something and I oh, there's always really let it get under my skin. Um, but I've had so many people respond saying, thank you so much for posting this because we always see people saying like posting videos of them going fast or shooting cool, or they look awesome. And there's never somebody who wants to break down like how to load bullets into a magazine, the correct direction. So you don't get hurt or how to make sure, you know, that a firearm is unloaded. Those things weren't taught to you. And it's, it's not even minute. It's like the minor, minor things that aren't even broken down in a manual that people don't know how to do and they have to watch a video. The video doesn't explain it. They just have to see 
and like watching okay that's how they did it you know and I want to be able to be the person to be like okay if you don't understand let me break it down and I've had so much support for it saying like please keep making these videos and I've had people you know give me requests and it's awesome I love taking the requests because I've run out of ideas I mean yesterday I had somebody say like if you don't know how to load a magazine correctly maybe you should second guess owning a firearm and I said well (laughs) you know if they own it already they all got to learn somewhere and every single person after that responded and was like dude you don't know what you're talking about like everybody has to learn somewhere this is the place where they can learn and it's free education like it's out there for everybody so that's kind of just my goal for it and thankfully I've gotten a lot of support yeah that's something I've found with internet trolls someone's always going to have something to say good bad or otherwise and you can read a thousand positive compliments but that one negative one will get to you until you get a thicker skin and you're like, whatever. But, yeah, you know, then all those positive people are going to come in and say, hey, you know, actually, this is the case. But the second you respond, then they got you. So I always just, it's not even worth a response. And if somebody else wants to respond, let them. Yeah. My only thing is like, unless it's completely inappropriate to the point where like, I can't even have that on my page. I don't handle it. I don't take care of anything. I just let everybody else take care of it because most of the time the supporters back me up. So I don't really care. (laughs) Well, yeah. And you were a minor when you were posting some things and these men would come in and say things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You were a child. A lot of times. Well, I hid the fact that I was underage for a long time, just so people didn't say inappropriate things about me being underage. And then I kind of held off for a while posting that I was over 18. Now I just report people or block people if they're super inappropriate but honestly I just I don't answer a lot of dms I don't answer a lot of questions you just leave it be just stay away from the most part unless it's you know somebody looking looking up to you looking for advice or yeah making suggestions for videos yeah and what's funny is I actually do read through most of my dm requests and I respond to anybody who's asking a legitimate question or has a legitimate something to say that I need to respond to. If it's a response to a story with like hard eyes, I'm not responding to that. You know, like it's not right. worth my time. Um, there is something to be said with engaging with your supporters, but at the same time, I have to have a life as well. Right. Yeah. I know a lot of people who build a big following on Instagram will actually hire someone to respond mm-hmm. to all those messages for them, mm-hmm. even on their posts. Have yeah. you ever thought about doing that? Recently, I thought about doing that just because there's so many platforms. Honestly, social media is such a game. And if you don't know how to play the game, you're not going to be successful. So I have done a lot of research and I unfortunately know how to play the game. So that's how I know how to grow following. And that's great to grow and to grow a business. Um, But at the end of the day, I have to post to other platforms because Instagram does shadow ban the gun community. Mm -hmm. Um, And posting to other platforms and making the videos and making the content coming up with it all and it's exhausting and I do have a full-time job I actually <laughs> I actually work for two companies and then I own three of my own companies so oh, wow I'm and 20 I'm, years old I'm completely booked out like there's never a day that everything gets done for all of the companies so it's just, I have to get done when I have to get done. And that's when I kind of start thinking like, maybe I should have somebody help me out here, like figure a, a better way to streamline the process for social media. Right. 
So, so while we're on the on the on the thing of trolls, um, being a being a female USPSA shooter, mm-hmm. going to a match, how do you handle the sea of men that come and give you unsolicited advice because they want to help you? So I've been very blessed to start my shooting journey with male mentors who were basically like my dad. They took care of me. They took me to every match. They made sure. And it was, I mean, to most people that might be like, oh my gosh, be careful with your daughter. But these people were like, went to church with me, grew up, like watched me grow up. I felt very comfortable with them, always protected me. And I always felt very comfortable. I never had a somebody who was giving me unsolicited advice that I didn't need. I always was open to this advice. Once I started getting a little bit more educated and kind of knowing what I'm doing and confident then it kind of started bothering me because there were people who were giving me advice knowing that I knew it um I really don't get bothered by it for the most part I try to surround myself with people who I actually want the advice from like people who know a lot more than me there's always something to learn from people um the only thing that really does bother me at any time is when people tell me exactly like you're going to do this and I look at them okay now I'm not I've had (laughs) and there's only one instance where it really bothered me and there was a guy who I knew very well and he took my shoulders and he said this is what you're going to do and pushed me and walked me through a stage like holding (laughs) my shoulders from behind and told me this is how you're going to run the stage and I was like don't touch me like I didn't feel obviously I didn't feel um I guess it wasn't it wasn't a sexual thing <laughs> no no no. it wasn't imp- inappropriate but it was definitely rude mansplaining on another level there. yeah 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 and I, I actually used the word mansplain on my Instagram and I got so much hate for it because it's not like a, a word that I would normally use but it totally was I mean I got so much unsolicited advice in person unsolicited advice on Instagram I don't care I just ignore it but yeah yeah, I've actually had that happen to me before too when I first started. Like yeah. they actually grab onto you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely had that like, before. How do you and it's like you just kind of roll out of that. it? Yeah, you're like, I'm good, thanks. Yeah. Just escape and back away a few steps. Like, this is my bubble. <laughs> well, now with COVID, you would think they wouldn't want to touch you. <laughs> I know. Okay. So no no to everyone, don't grab a lady and walk her through the stage. That's very <laughs> Or if you're, if you're an instructor and you're teaching a woman, you know, a lot of women will put their hips out and their shoulders back when they're shooting and the man will put his hand on her back and push it forward and pull her hips back. Um, first of all, I would ask, is it okay if I touch you to fix your stance and they can say yes or no, but usually it's better to use words and explain to them okay you want your you want to be in an athletic stance with your shoulders slightly forward of your hips and just explain it that way without grabbing on to women because it it is kind of rude (laughs) and uncomfortable well the only time that yeah the only time you put hands on is if to stop the gun from going somewhere it shouldn't that's basically my my thing on it right yes i agree So what are your plans? Well, can you tell us about your businesses? Yeah. So I am a personal trainer one. So I work for a company for that. I actually work for a mortgage company. Nobody really knows that because it's very under the radar. I kind of do that 
without anybody needing to know. And that's completely fine. Um, my Instagram technically is a business for me. Um, so that's part of it. And underneath those businesses, I have a personal training business. So I do online coaching and online nutrition training. I'm a certified nutritionist and personal trainer. So I can do all of that online and help people across the world. Um, which if anybody is interested, please let me know. Um, how can they let you know? Also, um, I haven't, you can DM me on my Instagram, which is Adelina May, A-D-E-L-I-N-A dot M-A-E. Or I have the same Instagram, but it says fit at the end. So Adelina May fit. Um, so they can let me know there. Um, but I also have an apparel business that I run underneath and it's called Faceless Gear, which I do tag under my Instagram as well. So there's different stuff. I'm all over the place. <laughs> That's amazing. You're doing that at 20 years old. And I've been saying your name wrong this entire time. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Everybody says it wrong. So I really don't mind. Adelina. Is it Adelina yeah. May is like your whole first name or is that? A Adelina name? May is my first and middle name. I'm named okay. after a George Street song. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So it's very country. So what are your plans moving forward? Let's start with the shooting. What, what are your plans for the year for shooting? Absolutely. Um, so I have a few matches that I am signed up for. I have a few matches that I still need to sign up for this year. I'm for sure going to be at the Top Gun match in, I think, March and Superstition in, I think it's April or May. Um, those are the top two that I'll be at for sure. I'll be at Rocky Mountain 3-Gun. I'll be at SHOT Show if anybody's going to be at SHOT Show. Um, I'll be at Rocky Mountain 3-Gun. I'll be at a bunch of major matches for sure. Um, I'm not quite signed up for them yet and that's my fault um I'll probably be in Texas three gun multiple different things just because like I said I moved states and I've been traveling for holidays I left my family when I moved states so I had to go back every single weekend to see them before Christmas so that's now I'm in January and I'm ready to be like full force ahead sign up for all my matches get training really hard and show up this year for sure I also We'll be doing more events for girls just want to have guns, which that event is catered to women, like I had previously spoken about, catered to women who have the firearms in their house that don't know how to use them without confidence. And so those events become, I teach you how to clean your, your gun, how to grip your gun, how to shoot your gun accurately, how to be confident with that gun. And that's what the events are for. So I will be doing more events like that. My last event, I had 30 women come out. Wow, that's just amazing. Oh my so, goodness. Um, I mean, I had people watching for safety, but I was the only instructor. So it was quite a day, but these events are supposed to be an event, not a class. It's not supposed to be, oh, let's go to the range. It's supposed to be, come out. I'm going to have lunch. We're going to have a photo wall. We're going to have a raffle. It's supposed to be a women's fun event. You meet other women who are like-minded. It's, it's an enjoyable thing and not just like, oh, I have to go to the range. It's going to be dirty. You know, I don't teach at indoor ranges. So it's going to be outdoors. You know, it might be hot. I might be sweating. I don't want it to be like that. I want it to be wear cute clothes. Let's take cute pictures. Let's, let's make it something fun and memorable, but also something that you can so much learn from. So how can these women, how can these women find your events? So I do almost all of my advertising on Instagram. And I know that I need to be a little bit more diverse as far as like emailing as well. Um, But like I had said before, my name is Adelina May, so A-D-E-L-I-N-A period M-A-E, and I do all of my advertising on there, all of my updates are on there, all of the links to sign up, all of that would be listed there, and I can give you all of the information. You also have, like I said, I do read all of my DMs, so if you have any questions, please reach out and ask, and I'm so willing to help. 
Now, are these events just going to be in Arizona now around your area? No. So my first one was in California. I kind of wanted to see how it was and wanted to see what I needed to change and improve on. My second one will be in Arizona. My next one I'm hoping to do is Vegas. And then after that, I kind of want to just see where it takes me and see who wants to bring me out kind of the ranges themselves, not people. Um, I had a people in Pennsylvania reach out and say, let's do this at this range. And so my goal is obviously to make it well-known and to go around the country and kind of meet all the audiences that are interested. Yeah, that's awesome. So are you meeting up with women of the industry at Chacho? I am meeting with whoever and wherever I can meet, honestly. I want to meet and grow and find everybody that I have not met. And all the people that I do know, I want to meet up with them as well. I actually have a few like Instagram lives scheduled for SHOT Show. And I have people this week scheduled for Instagram lives just to meet and honestly connect. Um, Mm -hmm. I've met people over Instagram live. It's kind of like a FaceTime, but your followers can see it. So it's very interesting. And I would love, love, love to collaborate with the women of the industry as much as I possibly can. One, to learn from them. Because I think, like I said, everybody has something that they can offer to learn from, like young or older than me, especially older than me, because everyone's wiser than me. Um, But that's my goal. So please let me know if you or anybody else wants to meet up. I would love, love to meet everybody. I feel like this would be a really great SHOT Show event. I mean, maybe this year, if it's, is it your first time going? No, this will be my fourth time going. Yeah, I mean, I think I could see that being an event that people want to sign up for before they go. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's like a week and a half away, but maybe I can talk to a few connections and see what I can pull off. (laughs) Yeah, you never know. Yeah. All right. So as far as your business and growing your businesses, do you have any plans for the next year? Honestly, I just put my head down and do whatever I can as I can when I do it. Um, I have plans as far as like growing personal training of course um that kind of involves my bodybuilding life as well uh, which is really hard to overlap with a shooting lifestyle um but as far as I mean I do whatever I can to grow them at all times so yeah. you know ideas pop in my head and I follow them and I get them done as soon as possible so I reach out to people who want to be involved I reach out to people who want to just support so anybody who wants to know more like I said my Instagram is a great place um as far as my fitness stuff that's definitely a huge passion of mine um and it's something that I absolutely love I love to help people I love to help people and see the change I think most of the time I want to see the change in them more than they Mm -hmm. do and it's a little bit disappointing when people don't follow through on that um but it's still so rewarding to see people happy with who they are as a person so what does your physical training regimen look like so, so my last show was in November, November 20th. It was like three days before Thanksgiving. So it was a great time to get off, but it was also the worst time to get off because you just want to eat everything. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to walk off really slow because these, this diet regimen is so intense um, that when you kind of just immediately snap off of it, your body is so shocked and you can gain weight so quickly. Um, my and my shooting belt shrank and that's a story I'm sticking to. <laughs> so 
that is kind of intense. I'm in that kind of that period where I didn't quite walk off of it correctly for this last show. And then also kind of wanting to get back into it for the next year. I have a lot of people that say like, I don't know why you do this. It's so hard on your body. It's not that healthy to be maintain that state of leanness all year round. It's not at all. There's women that eventually have hormone issues. There's women who can't have children afterwards if they do it incorrectly. A lot of people in the industry are on drugs to be um, like steroids. Um, so and I'm not, I'm a person who wants to do everything naturally. So it's kind of hard to compete against those people because there's no right. separation. There's no drug testing. There's no separation. So I am up there competing against anybody on steroids as well. So my personal fitness regimen currently, I work out five to six days a week, usually five, because I just don't want to go to the gym on the weekends. My day to like, just not have to work. Um, I absolutely love working out. Only thing is I'm at the point now where I absolutely need somebody to push me. So I work with as many people as I can. I had an amazing coach from my last show. Um, I did the best that I ever had done. And I for sure will do more shows this year, contrary to what everybody in my life wants me to do, because no one wants me to do shows. Um, but yeah, my fitness regimen is just like anybody else's. Honestly, I lift heavy five days a week and I do a little bit of cardio. I have a puppy, so I do a lot of cardio with him. So <laughs> I stay active. Yeah. So Grant, did you have any questions for Adelina? Yeah, so you are, okay, so bodybuilding and shooting, I, how does that coincide? Because I'm trying to stick towards more of the, uh, like the stamina stuff. So how do you kind yeah. of see that? Have you ever considered also making a training regimen for shooters? I actually just considered that this past week. So I actually work in an athletics gym. So everybody there trains athletics. There's actually a big name, uh, not big name, but like there's people who are professional athletes that are there and they are, they're there at the professional level performing and training for that. I have always had bodybuilding experience in my personal training career. So I'm very educated in the bodybuilding side of things and weight loss side of things. I'm not so much educate, educated in the explosive movement stuff. It makes sense to me. I understand it. I wouldn't but be work in agility. Yeah. So I, I completely understand it. I know how to teach footwork and as far as movement and the fastest way to move and the fastest way to get to certain places, but as far as training to get faster or to get more power, that's not something that I can teach. So watching all the people that I train with at the gym, it's inspiring me to be like, okay, maybe I need to be like on top of this stuff. But as far as training myself, it is so hard to focus on strength and agility as, a far, as opposed to bodybuilding and building muscle because they are so completely opposite. Bodybuilding and building muscle, you're building mass. You're trying to get mm -hmm. bigger muscles. You're not trying to get faster. You're not trying to get stronger. You're not trying to get, like everything is just slow repetitions and very tedious and boring. And the workouts are not that exciting. It's the same thing every week. And that's the consistency that you need strength and agility, it's fast movements, it's always high heart rate. And for bodybuilding, for me, I can't let my heart rate get up that high, because that's not where my building zone, as far as building muscle is, I'm actually burning mm -hmm. muscle off when my heart rate's that high. So it's really hard to maintain both and keep that line. And honestly, I don't really pay attention to it, because I'm still able to be fast and still able to move as much as I can. Um, I think that partially has to do with the fact that I'm young. But um, actually the hardest part of those two coinciding is the dieting when I'm traveling or shooting. Oh yeah. Traveling and dieting does not mix. And 
the food regimen is so, so strict. There is no way that you can miss a meal. There's no way that you can get hungry. There's no way that you can just have a cheat meal and it's going to be okay later. It doesn't work like that. You're eating chicken, you're eating vegetables, you're eating rice. And if that's not available to you, then you just don't eat. So, and granted, you're already angry that you're eating like this. So when you're hangry and angry, it doesn't miss. <laughs> oh no. So in my, my next book that's coming out this year, it's Train Smart. I have a chapter on basically physical fitness for shooting. Mm-hmm. And I have another section in there that incorporates working out and dry fire together. Mm -hmm. There are some days where you just don't have time for both. So you can. Honestly, yes, because my days are long, so it's hard to get everything in for sure. Um, But I think it's all a matter of priorities. If you, I think everything is a matter of priorities. It's not the fact that you don't have the time to do it. It's the fact that you're not making the time to do it. So you can get yes. up five minutes earlier to drive fire. You can stay up five minutes later to drive fire. Um, my problem is I can stay up five minutes later for every single thing in my life. So I end up mm-hmm. not sleeping. <laughs> so um, I definitely think that being physically fit for competition shooting is important because you're going to be just that much more ahead of most of the competition and I think if you look at the top shooters in all competition sports all of them are very fit Mm -hmm. none of them are it didn't used to be that way no and and I don't think I still think there are people that are absolutely amazing shooters that aren't fit but I think that the majority of the top shooters at this point are young and they're fit yeah in the last 10 years or so that's really changed yeah. I mean, I was even talking to, I, he was saying not so much young, but definitely fit. And I do agree because I've seen Jerry Mitchell like tear stages down. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but amazing. I've actually been, I talked to Kyle Litzy recently and he was like, yeah, you know, I started doing those hip thrusts that you do all the time. And I was like, oh yeah. And he's like, yeah, I didn't realize how bad they would hurt. And you realize that maybe you're working out or you're fit, but you have muscular imbalances where you don't mm-hmm. you're not very strong in certain places and you definitely once you start using those you're like oh crap I need to do this more often so having muscular strength is awesome but being able to have endurance is great as well to partner with that yes for sure yeah you're not going to make it through a three-day long match in the heat mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you don't have any endurance mm-hmm. there's just no way <laughs> you're going to have heat stroke yeah the last question because you <clears throat> multiple businesses plus bodybuilding plus shooting obviously something's gonna give somewhere um now in my in my world it would not be the shooting but i know i'm I'm a little bit different is your do you have any like actual shooting goals or is it kind of have match will travel i do have shooting goals as far as like i I know what is what in my shooting game needs to improve so that's kind of what I focus on to improve to level up to the next level of course I'm a b-class karyopic shooter right now in USPSA last year I said oh I want to be an a-class by the end of this year that was one of my resolutions I did not shoot one USPSA match last year because I actually shifted my focus into all three on last year so I think shifting focus sometimes changes those goals. I still feel like I progressed. I felt like I learned so much this past year as far as US or three gun. Um, I felt like I was capable to be on the team, capable to show up and be there and be like, hey, yeah, I'm a three gun shooter. Whereas the year before I had like two matches and I had no idea what I was doing. 
So goals, I for sure want to improve that. Goals are also made to be reassessed and reevaluated. Yeah. So that's perfect. So, so I think my goal for sure is just to, I mean, get faster as far as my transitions, as far as my, my actual shooting itself and just shave down time. I think that's everybody's goal. Um, There are things that I'm really confident in, which is movement. (laughs) <laughs> I feel very confident in movement and very confident in stage planning. It's just you've been working with Kita. <laughs> I actually see all of Kita's posts about movement. I'm like, hey, y'all need to all watch this. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, your movement looks really good. Stage planning is good too. So, and where are you based again? Wisconsin. Okay, yeah. So you're not close to that. <laughs> no. No, I usually do teach in Arizona. I haven't been there, though, since COVID happened. So maybe at some point I'll get back to Arizona. Yeah, we'll do something out there. Yeah. So with the section in my book where I'm combining working out with dry fire, Mm -hmm. I think it does make it more interesting to do both. But it's Mm -hmm. not like you where it's really focused on one thing like bodybuilding. This is more like a generic workout for someone mm-hmm. who just wants to keep themselves moving yeah. and work in some dry fire with that. So I, I think it's like, go ahead. So what I'll do this week is I'll actually ask one of my coworkers and be like, Hey, this is what I want to improve on and show me what exactly what I can do. And I'll make a whole video on it. I'll say, I'll, I'll ask a agility coach and tell them, this is what my sport is. This is what the movements I need to do. And I'll tell him, hey, can you help me with this? I'll make a whole video on it and I'll try to post it up just to see as far as the sports side of things, what their opinion is on it, not from the competition shooter view. Yeah, that would be interesting. So I have things like um, for practicing going prone, doing one-handed burpees Mm -hmm. is really useful because you have a gun in one hand. Mm -hmm. So one-handed burpees are great for going prone. Another thing is the Superman where you're laying on your mm-hmm. belly with your arms and mm-hmm. your legs in the air. Of course, in a match, you're not going to have your legs in the air, but your arms no. will be in the air and you're going to be rotating on your belly as a pivot point to transition. Yeah. When you're I think there's a lot of things that we don't do in normal day-to-day basis that you have to do shooting. So I think it's, yes. it's definitely good to practice those things. Yeah, so I go to Burn Boot Camp. They have circuit training, instructor-led, and I love mm-hmm. it because it, I feel like it kind of works everything that I use for shooting. But there are mm-hmm. times that we'll be doing something like we'll be doing the Superman and I'm going like this and the girls are like, Kita, that's not the workout. <laughs> like, I know, but I'm practicing. <laughs> like, Kita, stop shooting. And then there will be other ladies in the class who don't understand what I'm doing and they're just watching mm-hmm. what I'm doing. So they start doing it too because <laughs> they have no idea why. <laughs> I'm funny your sponsors we've got to talk about your sponsors yes so i have a sponsor currently by ergo grips they're based actually based in new mexico they are absolutely awesome check out all this stuff um i use all of their grips i actually used all their grips before i was sponsored and they're like so what do you need and i was like well i actually have everything <laughs> um, i use it all already so that's kind of awesome i also am sponsored by um spectral holsters and i them out a lot on my Instagram and I don't think people realize they always ask like oh where's your holster from like well it's tagged in the caption um but they're absolutely amazing he did my whole 
competition rig and I previously had run all Safari Land stuff. Um, not saying anything bad about Safari Land. I was just like, you know what? I'll give him a chance. I don't really know who he is, honestly. It was an amazing story about actually how I met him. He DM'd me and was like, hey, I have a spot open for Texas Three Gun. Do you want to go? And I was had no idea who he was. And I was like, if it's a legit spot and you have an extra spot for my boyfriend, we'll go. And he was like, I got it. Let's go. Like you're paid for and done. Sign up and I'll see you in Texas. No idea who this guy is. And so uh, those months leading up to it, I got to talk to him a lot and get to know who he was. And he ended up being, he's just like such a father figure. Like I, I have a dad, I have a wonderful dad. So I'm not saying that I'm lacking that, but he's such an amazing guy. And he's su such a supporter of people who he believes in. He did my whole competition rig. It's pink and black hex and it's amazing. So if anybody's interested in that, one of the first things he sent me was a pink Louis Vuitton sidecar uh, concealment holster. And oh it is the most awesome holster. Everybody sees it and they're like, I need one of those right now. So they're awesome for concealment. I have another black holster for them. They're on my Instagram all over. Um, I actually really appreciate it because I can conceal. I'm, it's very hard for me to conceal. Like I, all my stuff is at my home. It's all legal. So don't freak out everybody on Instagram or on YouTube or wherever this is posted. <laughs> but it's very hard for me to actually try to conceal. I have a frame that's very, I have a large gun and I have a big, a small frame, so it doesn't work. Um, but with his holsters, I'm able to do that. And I have a lot of different ways to conceal as well, also on my Instagram. So fantastic company, USA based. I've been to his shop and watched him make a holster. It's somebody that you want to invest in. Definitely reach out to Spectre Holsters. Who else is my uh, AR Gold triggers? Amazing. And pack timers, freaking awesome. I have connections with Duke Defense. I don't oh, I don't run his stuff as much anymore because I don't have a block, but obviously Duke Defense makes the best products for mounting carry optic sites onto or red dot sites onto a block without having to get a slide cut. So if you guys are interested in that, go and look. That's a product that I used for about a year and a half. That's what started my shooting journey. I finished on that gun and I still would go back to it any day. Um, absolutely loved it would go back to a Glock with that red dot on it any day of the week okay well, is that all your sponsors I think that so. you can I'm think of remember them all, <laughs> but I think that's it <laughs> I feel you so is there anything we didn't talk about on the show that you still wanted to bring up I think you kind of addressed all points in my life honestly um <laughs> but obviously the color your for shirt. sure I know down to the color of my shirt um for sure, if you guys have any questions, if anybody watching has any questions or is interested in anything that I was talking about regarding fitness, shooting, events, meeting at SHOT Show, contact me on my Instagram. You can also email me at doublealphas22 at gmail.com. Made that Instagram or made that Gmail when I was just starting out. So just bear with me with the name, but <laughs> double.alphas22 at gmail.com. So you can email me there. You can DM me on Instagram. I respond as quickly as I can. Um, and I'm so willing to help anybody that reaches out with legitimate questions and concerns. Yeah. And I can include your Instagram link in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. I'm so glad I got to meet you actually. Yeah, you too. Grant, did you have anything else you wanted to nope. ask? We're good. I'm pretty good. Thanks. Awesome chat well, with I'm you. Glad we finally... flat. I know. I'm so sorry about all of the technical <laughs> issues that we have. <laughs> But that stuff happens. We get through it. <laughs> yes. Well, if you're ever in Arizona, please let me know, both of you guys. 
Will do. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on and enjoy thank this you so much for having me. You too. Thank you. I <laughs> you do. I always say you too. <laughs> Yeah. I, I probably that. should see if I'm bordering. Uh, <laughs> right, thanks. All right. Bye.